Welcome to Be Ye Hearers. It's a podcast of St. James's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia. lots of new people, many of them are not Christian, and heard many different opinions about the church. I remember in my freshman year, during a conversation with one of my friends at lunch, someone used the phrase, there is no hate like Christian love. I was stunned to silence. I had no idea how to respond to that, because I love God and I love going to church and being a part of the community. But here, that something that I've always seen here, heard somebody um, so close to me was a big shift in the way that I perceived something that I'd been so involved in. So as I came to terms with that idea, I spent a lot of time thinking about how to fix it. How do I show these new people in my life good that they've come from the church, even after they've had negative experiences with it? Regarding this week's lesson in 2 Corinthians, I was drawn to a line in the last who refused to practice cunning or to falsify God's word. But I decided to look back to the most basic of our instructions from God in Matthew chapter 22. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But these verses still stuck on one word. Love. What does God mean by loving our neighbors? The modern conception of love is almost singularly romantic. Obviously, God does not want us to love all of our neighbors from Randy City. Thinking about neighborhood love brought to mind a passage that was read to me at the end of my graduation in the Garden to 83. It's often used in weddings as a guide to romantic love between spouses, but I think about the most important thing is to keep in mind when we attempt to show God's love to those around us. In Paul's first letter to Corinthians, love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious, boastful, or arrogant, or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Now this is quite a thorough explanation of how we love our neighbor. And to me, this outlines a very, very clear type of behavior that we as Christians should exemplify. But the Bible is full of lots of little instructions about how we should go about our lives. In the book of Leviticus, like entirely instructions. <laughs> uh, but going back to today's reading of 2 Corinthians, I think a lot of times people misconstrue the word of God without even knowing it. They take these small instructions and apply them to their lives with such vigor that they crowd out the most important instructions of all to love God and to love you. Jesus meant it when he said that these were the greatest and first commandments. In 1 Corinthians, Paul reiterates the importance of love, and that is the foundation upon which all our Christian beliefs must rest. Even if we believe we are acting upon God's word, we do it without love. It is worthless. Christian love becomes Christian when we utilize the word of God to push people out of our lives or to undermine the identity of those around us. 
Love is patient. We love our neighbors to patient in presence. It's a firm and steady hand to hold on to when things get rough, for however long those rough times may last. Love is kind. We love our neighbors by thanking them for the things they do, even if they're small or expected of them. We love our neighbors by donating school supplies to help rebuild Fox Elementary. We love our neighbors by cooking them food when they're sick. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. We love our neighbors by respecting them, not by taking each deviation from the scripture as a total corruption of their character. Love does not insist on its own way. We continue to love our neighbors, even when they feel that they have strayed far from the way of God. I continue to love my neighbor, even when they tell me I'm too slow to run cross country, or I am not smart enough to reach my goals. Most importantly of all, we do not take upon ourselves to reprimand our neighbors for their wrongdoings. We simply love them with patience and with presence and with kindness. God is responsible for all of creation. God's hands shape all of us. Each person in this world is lovingly made through God's will and in his image. Every single person is worthy of our love and worthy of our respect. It takes a conscious effort for each one of us to become better Christians. And God's words, though seemingly simple and concise, are not always easy to follow. We are all, as humans, inherently flawed. And yet still, God loves us as he loves all of his creation. So if you take only one thing away from what I've said today, let it be that I love you just as God loves me. May all go out into the world and love its people patiently and kindly and inspire others to do the same. Amen. Thank you for listening to Be Ye Hearers. For our full worship service, go to doers.org slash live. To learn more about St. James's, go to doers.org. We hope you've been touched by the Holy Spirit today. We look forward to being your companion on your spiritual journey.